listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 183 for March 8th, 2018. This week we talk about being phoneless, gender norms, butthole knowledge, dungeons and drag queens, queer eye, and our drag race update. So stick around for the, the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Uh, Ooh, doggy. Ooh, yeehaw, motherfucker. Ooh, yeehaw. Um, sometimes I listen to our own podcast because I don't have any friends. No, I do it for like quality, quality testing of her purposes. I sometimes I listen to when did you start that? Um, uh, I mean, just <laughs> recently. So, uh, oh, may, yeah. hopefully it sounds better. No, I, I do it like once in a while, like every couple of months. So I was like, oh, you know, I, I run out of podcast to listen to in the car. So I put on the show with Sam and Joe at like the middle marker to see if there's any like horrible mistakes or if it sounds decent. Um, but I did it recently, and I was like, "Oh wow! Like we we sound uh, we sound pretty good." So I just want to congratulate good. myself, put, um, pat myself on my back for all the hard wow. work that I've done over the past uh, nine hundred years. Give it up, give, yeah! Ju- give just, it up for Sam Ravioli. Give kiddos. up, give up, give, give up, Sam. Give, give up. the fuck up, bitch. Okay, give up. Well, Joe, it sounded like that you were about to give up because you've been without a phone for the past week, except for like the past Five. day or so. Days, honey. Five days. And trust I me, I almost muted mind. your ass on Twitter because of it. But you know what? I tweeted I didn't... like once a day. I know it was too much. It was too much for me. <laughs> that's too, that's one tweet too much, Joe. Once a day. It was so interesting because Lord I was like, mercy. every time I, I like I hit you up on Telegram or something, I was like, oh yeah, Joe's not going to get this for like the next like four hours because he doesn't have his phone on him. Well, I was on my computer all day, every day. You That's know, true. So. I guess I guess you don't really go anywhere, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Well, we did go up to uh, Maryland to like see some friends. Maryland. So Maryland. So I was without my phone like all say day Saturday or Sunday or whatever the day. I I literally what I realized when I didn't have my phone. This was five days. Mm-hmm. That's the longest I've been without a phone since junior high school. Wow, junior high school. The last I've never broken a phone before, except last year when I tried to remember to like take out a battery for my Nexus 6P, smash, cracked the screen, went to the phone store that same day and got a new one. Yeah, it was so that was the longest I think I've been without a phone. Mm. I just I realized I was out running errands one day and I was like, I have no concept of what time it is. Yeah. No concept whatsoever. Yeah. Never worn a wristwatch. Mm -hmm. Don't even like I've owned a couple, but I don't wear them. They're just I just think they're pretty. So I'll buy them and they'll be like two dollars at Daiso or something. They'll never wear it. It's a fashion statement. And I don't even know where those are. Exactly. They really aren't. And so I just it's like I've been wandering around in space and time and space time Mm -hmm. and like who knows? Is the sun up? I don't know. Does the sun up mean that it's day? I don't know anymore. I spent all I my time inside. Know. I never knew what the weather was. Well, I would ask Google Home what the weather was. I would ask Google Home what time it was. Oh, wow. Okay. I oh, know, because wow. they're, I mean, we got clocks in this house, but it's, you know, it's like on the oven, on the microwave, Like, why, why take the time to read the time when you can ask your device to tell you the time? Did you know you can ask Google Home to laugh? I did this because, did you see that? That uh, news article today where Alexa's, yeah, Amazon Alexas are like laughing uncontrollably for no reason. Randomly. Well, I didn't hear it was like uncontrollably, but just like just like a little laugh every once in a while. And they're having to patch it. It's like four and in the morning like, and your Alexa laughs oh, at you. Shit. And it's like, it's going to kill shit. me. This is it. Oh, it's becoming sentient. Oh, then. yeah, honey. Amazon is going to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, a few it's months bad. ago, I told you to start saying yes, please. And thank you. 
to your uh, smart devices. I, you know, you listen, I, 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 I would you. do that more. I would do that more. We talked about this like a month ago, but we, I would do that more if like if I didn't have to say like, OK, rah, rah, thank you. If I if I just like said thank you and it like was already listening and then it said you're welcome, I feel like I would well, be more polite. You'll be the first to die. So. You know what? I'm I am first in line. I got a you know I got a ticket. I got a front I got a, row seat. Front row seat. Amazon and Google are gonna eat me alive or something. I don't know. They already have. It's so they are just like they own everything and they're like fighting right now. Mm-hmm. Like oh, Amazon lo- won't put Google. I know products it's like it's like the it's best divorce. Like, it's like mommy and daddy are fighting again. <laughs> God, like, it is. They aren't. You know, Amazon's not going to. I mean, I don't think Amazon has sold like Google Chromecasts in a long time. I think that was like the first thing. The first bickering was they stopped selling Chromecast and now they're like they're not selling their each other's products on their stores. It's like it's literally parents bickering. It's like literally like hire a goddamn divorce attorney. Okay, you guys weren't even married. You're just, you know, petty. It's so funny to watch, though. I'm always like it is. It's cute. What is the shit? Oh, but um, Google replaced my phone for free, even though the warranty was up. So that's actually that's like a, a very odd story because i feel like that does not happen like i've never heard of that ever happening that it started boot looping right i don't know Mm -hmm. if we if i didn't break it i didn't drop it nothing it literally put it on the coffee table one night we were watching rupaul's drag race pick it up it's boot looping Mm. and i was like like nothing would work i went into the like uh recovery menu it wouldn't even recover it was like the operating system was gone and never existed yeah and um Got on the computer, got to Google support. Like, just, I was just painfully nice to them. Just mm-hmm. painfully nice to them. Yeah. And my warranty had apparently expired five days ago, which conspiracy theory, did my phone really break mm. five days after his warranty was up? You know, these only meant to last a year. That's what, that's the question I'm asking the audience. But, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like, oh, you've been so nice. I'm going to ask my manager if we can go ahead and replace it, even though your warranty's up. And I was like, oh, thank you. You're so sweet. It's like you're a little Southern Belle in your sun hat with your sweet well, tea talking nice to Google support. Would you like some more sweet tea? Okay, so first question well, for you is, did you buy this phone directly from Google? I bought it from, from Verizon. Okay. I went to a Verizon store and bought it. And so, they were still like, they told me that. They were like, uh, well, we see that you bought it directly from Verizon, but we'll still replace it. It's going to be fun. So I, like, okay. I had no idea that like I had a Google warranty with the phone that I bought from Verizon. Like I thought that all my warranty shit was like under Verizon's umbrella. I had no idea that I could like that. I, I had a, a warranty under Google themselves. And also that you like you got your phone replaced from Google and not Verizon. So like if my phone breaks, I'm going to call up Google and be like, hey, I want to suck your dick. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, I see. I, I'm on the Google Pixel subreddit all mm-hmm. the time. And like people talk about getting their phones RMA'd all the time. Like if they find something a little wrong with it, they just send it. You just open a support ticket with Google. They take it back. They send you a, of course it's not new. I don't think they make the Pixel XLs anymore. But yeah. It's a refurbished one. So it's like. Good enough. Got a new battery. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's not it's, boot looping. Yeah, it's, it's and the battery seems a lot better than my other one, too. So. so here's here's what I think happened to your phone. I think your phone Uh-oh. had a faulty flash memory in it because that happens from time to time. And the the flash memory probably just like outright failed. And so it lost. Oh, I everything. thought you were going to say a joke. See, oh, no, got, I think that that's actually what happened. Too serious, too real. Sorry. Hashtag too real. Hashtag too real. Okay. Talking about the internals of your phone. I know it's a little intimate. But. I just I don't I can't. 
you know. Well, I'm glad you have a working know. phone again. I'm glad you're back to the back Thank to the you. real world. Welcome back. Thank you. What's the longest you've ever gone without a cell phone before? I mean, obviously, you know, you go your first like 12 years of your life without one. But since you've gotten one. Yeah. Well, I had that bout. It was, it was like last year, last summer or something where like I, I it was my the first phone that I ever dropped and it was in the toilet, of course. Um, and so sure. I was I was going through a process of like, oh, God, I went because I bought it with a credit card and you, there's insurance with credit cards. Like, so I like had to go through my credit card company to get oh. reimbursed for the phone and stuff. And so but I didn't have the cash. I didn't have, you know, the four hundred fifty five hundred dollars to like splurge on a new phone. And so what I was doing is I was buying used phones off of Amazon and then returning them. Which is something that can get you banned from Amazon. So please don't rat that me out. That is so sketchy. That is you are so the sketchiest sketchy. motherfucker. Yeah, I'm surprised. That's Amazon like didn't... I feel like murderers do that. Yeah, exactly. You know, I was criminals. like, I was you know using phones from Amazon that I returned them before you know the return policy was up. <laughs> Lord, while Lordy. my like you know while my reimbursement was going through with the credit card company because obviously they don't want to give you money, so they make it hard. They have to like you have yeah. to give them all this information and you go back and forth and it takes months months to do so i wasn't really like i would go without a phone for like two to three days every month or so because i had to like return it and get a new one and that was going on for like two or three months so i think the longest time that i've gone it was probably like two to three days probably 72 hours max without a phone and it was horrible that's not too bad yeah it is horrible though I, i can't imagine you were so was it like a full week for you that you were without your phone it was five days. It five was a days. little over five days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, I mean. You could have died, I mean, Joseph. Was you, it five You could have died. You could have fucking it? died. I could have. I mean, I thought about that often. I think about that often even when I have a phone. I mean, that's a whole so, different conversation. I guess that didn't really change. But you could have really you could have gotten kidnapped and Justin could have been like, oh, I can I can track Joe's phone via the uh, app on Google or whatever. You can track your phone. But Joe, oh, you, I've got you wouldn't have had oh, that's your phone. True, that's on. You wouldn't have had your goddamn do you phone. Have, uh, do you have a location history turned off? Because I do. Um, I don't because, okay, here's the thing. I, I know like you have a, an obsession with thinking about dying. I have an obsession with getting framed for murder. Like I would turn, mm. I would turn off my location history if I, if I was about to murder someone. Like, of course I would try to cover my tracks, but I have this obsession with like, I want my phone to know where I've been. So when I get framed for murder, I can open up my location history and be like, I was in my bed all day that day and i have the location well, data just, to prove it they'll just be like you left your phone in bed all day it's like i would you never i would never leave my well, phone that, jury don't care about that honey that's, that's the prosecutor's job to tell them otherwise but see, the you second know? my my second wave of that is i'm white i'm not gonna get you know prosecuted anyway oh yeah that's true mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I'm going to get away can, with it you anyway. Whatever you want. Exactly. I, you can, know? I can murder anyone I want because you know what? White privilege. That's what we're learning today. On the I podcast, still, folks. I remember the day I discovered my Google location history and it scared the shit out of me. And I was like, delete it all. Burn it all down. Delete all of this history. Like it's it shows like every step you've gone with your right. phone forever you on Google take. location history. P.S. I just got to do an aside here. If you hear Piggy one and he's just being a little bitch right now. Like he's just, he's very comfortable. <laughs> Joe he's has Piggy locked bed. in a cage downstairs in his German <laughs> sex dungeon. Down, I don't even have it down. This is a one bedroom apartment. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Apartment. Apartment. But no, he's, 
He's comfortable. It's just Justin's coming home. So Piggy's waiting for him in the living room. Okay, and Piggy so just wants just, his mom. He does, though. We went to, he got his very last puppy shot today. Oh. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's had more shots than I have. Uh, probably. And he sure is a whole lot. He eats healthier food. Like I was making him some doggy treats the other day. Because you are, just... are a dog mom. Okay, please explain. Please explain. I just imagine you in like 1955. Sorry, I'm interjecting. I imagine you in 1955, like in like like an early 60s kitchen with your, you know, your hair up and your apron on making your goddamn doggy treats. And then Justin comes home in his suit with his briefcase and he takes his hat off and he's like, oh, honey, how was your day? And you were like, I was slaving over the microwave for hours because you don't use the stove. Anyways, sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. Continue. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, you said you imagined me in the 50s in a 60s kitchen. So there's your first mistake. I said 1955. So we're talking late 50s, early 60s. And then you said in like a 60s kitchen. Okay, we're talking early 60s then. I'm backtracking. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Piggy does not eat store-bought treats. He, like, not because I don't care what's in them or anything, mm-hmm. but because he won't. Like, he will not physically oh, eat them. He won't even eat his fucking, his fucking heartburn, not heartburn, heartworm chewables. He won't even honey, eat those. We have to, like, talk about someone who needs a heartburn butter. chewable. I need a heartburn chewable, honey. <laughs> oh, honey. I am oh, sick, of, honey. I'm sick of those chalky-ass Tums. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're. Oh my you're god! Just, remind me to tell you. Aren't you taking just like shots of Pepto Bismol now? Is that what you do? Well, I was in. I was in pain for like eight hours a few days ago. We'll get to that in just a second. Okay. So much to talk. So about. I have to. He will eat deli turkey. That's all he eats. So we get like this organic, no preservatives, no antibiotics deli turkey. You slice it up into squares and you like dry it out in the oven so that you can like put it in your pocket. You know, because you don't want to have wet. You know, oh girl, nothing turns me on more than wet turkey in my pocket, honey. You know, someone just taking mm. out wet slices of turkey out of their pocket. <laughs> that honey, sounds like in... <laughs> you want to talk about someone who's about to murder someone. <laughs> someone who's about to murder someone has wet slices of turkey in their pocket. Hundred well, percent guaranteed. <laughs> absolutely. Well, that was me up until about a week ago because I finally learned to cook them so that they dry them out. He still oh, likes. Wow. Them. I'm surprised Justin lets you use the oven. Well. He doesn't know. I'd use it when he's not home. <laughs> I am, no, Justin should get you an <laughs> well, easy bake oven for Christmas. He should. I would love that. I oh would God. love that. Talk about gender anyway. norms. I wish I had an easy bake oven as a kid. My sister did, but I was a boy. So I didn't get, I mean, I wish they made like an easy bake oven that was camo or something. So they would at least allow, you know, boys to bake or something. I'm, I'm, I digress. Sorry. I'm back. I'm, I'm anyway. off, <laughs> off the rails. Sam's off the goddamn rails again. Continue with your turkey. Did you see my tweets where I think it was about a week ago? I was in severe stomach cramp pain. Like oh, for yeah. a full it eight doesn't, hours. Doesn't it run in your family or something? Yeah, colon spasms. Oh, that sounds just hot. like it's literally the worst thing in the like it and it just starts. It just starts. And then you're in cramping, horrible pain. Last time it happened to me, it was a few years ago, so it doesn't happen often. Went to the ER and they were like, take this laxative. So this time Mm. around, I was like, I'm not going to go to the ER again. They're just going to tell me the same thing. Got the laxative at CVS. Justin got it for me. Drank it. Didn't work. Oh, except for the shitting. So I was cramping and shitting. Cramping and shitting. Oh, that sounds like a recipe for success. Eight hours of mild to severe cramping and shitting. And then I called my dad and he was like, honey, take some Imodium. That's what I do when it happens to me. Fixed it. Like within an hour. Oh, my God. The Imodium secret. 
It Imodium's like a muscle relaxer, isn't it? I think it's a smooth muscle relaxer. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Which is, isn't your colon a smooth muscle? Yeah, that makes sense. I guess so, I don't know. But I was like, like, you know when you take like a an oxycodone mm-hmm. and then you're just like, feel real good? Well, yeah, anything that's to feel... That's what it felt like. You'll, you'll feel like, you know, like the best orgasm of your life when you've been spasming for eight hours and you finally feel some goddamn relief. I, like, it's damn. like... It's like, you know, when you've had a cold for like a month and mm-hmm. then you finally get rid of it and you feel like a brand new person. Yeah, it's like I can breathe out of both nostrils. I have two nostrils to breathe out of. I had I have no two idea. Nostrils? It's so great. But it, my asshole was like sandpaper down to papery thin fucking Ooh, from girl. all that shitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so. I don't know. Your asshole sounds very resilient, so I'm sure it'll 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 be back up to snuff soon. It's bounced back. I put some sunflower oil on it. It's great. I feel like you treat your asshole better than I treat my face. Uh, probably so. Probably so. Really that's do. that's less of a dig at me and more of a everyone should treat their asshole like Joe treats his sort of situation. Well, you know what? One of these days you're going to wake up, you're going to take a peek at your asshole in the mirror, and you're going to realize you're not 22 anymore, sweetheart. Oh, God. It's like squatting down <laughs> with a hand mirror. Like, didn't Carrie Bradshaw do that? It wasn't that a Sex and the City episode? She was looking know. at her hoo-ha, not her ass. Um, Did I already ask you this in another podcast? How familiar are you on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most familiar with your asshole? I feel like I'm a 7. Like, okay. Because, like, I mean, I'm not, like, I feel like straight people, I feel like straight men who are afraid of fingers up their butt are, are like, a one, right? And then, like, power bottom. Wait, what? I, I feel like. Well, like, I would, I, I'm, th- I'm talking about visually. Oh, well, visually. Visually and, like, in touch with it, like, in touch with its workings, what's going to upset it. Yeah. What's going to, yeah. you I, know. I, I feel like straight yeah. straight men who are afraid of ass play are, like, a, on the scale are, like, a one, right? And then, like, a, a ten yeah. would be, like, a, a gay porn star who only does fisting and, like, takes better care of his ass than any other part of his body, right? That would be, like, a ten. Probably. Well, I wouldn't say like you have to be fisting yourself to be a 10. Okay. All right. Well, then I, I would give myself but, a six and a half to a seven. I'm pretty in touch. Well, I mean, uh, we, uh, we, I, I have, you know, I have colon problems. I don't have spasms, but I have probably undiagnosed IBS. So I have to be careful sure. about what I eat. But also like, I know how my butthole looks. I've taken many a picture of my butthole. Like I am very familiar with who she is, what she likes, what she doesn't like. You know, she has her own personality yeah. girl. Yeah. I feel like be in touch with your soul, be in touch with your mind, be in touch with your whole. I'm like a 15, honestly. Oh, girl, I bet. Like, that is the most important part of you, is your butthole. Oh, yeah. I know. If I walk into a public bathroom, I can touch the toilet paper within a half of a millisecond. I know if I'm going to be wrecked from that public bathroom, disgusting, horrible toilet paper. Yeah, it's like, oh, I know this is going to be sandpaper. I know. I know. And I know exactly what the next day will look like, Mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. exactly. It's like your Raven Simone of like holes. And I know like you, you, when you take a shower, you get some organic cold pressed sunflower oil. <laughs> cold pressed? Why does it make a difference? <laughs> I don't know. That just says it on the bottle. I don't uh, know what cold pressed and hot pressed are. Okay. Mm, I just give me know. a hot I just press, the honey. Bottle. Anyway, mm-hmm. you rub the sunflower oil all over your body. Don't forget your hoo-ha, mm-hmm. you know, and then you rinse. And then when you get out of the shower, you put on, I have my everyone lotion, you know, no for fragrances in the for house. everyone made from everyone. <laughs> God. <laughs> you know, what they from do with corpses, they everyone. make everyone lotion because it's made out of everyone. 
slather up my butthole. Let me tell you a little story here. I don't know if I want to know this story. (laughs) When your butthole is well moisturized, every poo is a ghost poo. Oh, wow. You're right, though. Yeah. It's slippery slides out. Zero wiping. Oh, wow. You wipe once. Nothing's there. And you're like, okay, I just gave birth to Jesus. (laughs) I'm the new Mary. Oh, my God. I gave birth to Jesus and I didn't. I don't know. I don't know how I got pregnant. Was it this Taco Bell I ate? I don't know. It's a mystery. There's no evidence. It's gone. No evidence. Honey, I covered it up. Wow. Talk about a conspiracy. Um, Talk about it, something. I'm going to move away from talking about Joe's glorious asshole as much as I hmm. love to talk hmm. about how smooth, silky, clean, lubed, just pink, puckered balloon knot of yours that you own. Balloon knot? <laughs> Isn't that what people compare oh, balloon, balls to? Balloon knot. Balloon I knot. thought you said blue. Blue not. Oh, if I it was blue, blue, I would I would have you go. I to say blue in two syllables. Balloon. Balloon. I'm southern. So you like the color blue? Blue? God. Blue. Sipping my sweet tea, girl. <laughs> um, I wanna make I wanna make a little announcement. Um, of course, Uh-oh. this is 22 minutes into the podcast. I was I should have made this announcement earlier on. But um I did some music for another podcast, and I want to give it a shout out. Um, uh, uh, a podcaster that I uh, I followed a long time. He he does podcasts. He does he did a lot of um a lot of informational videos about um marriage when the marriage debate was going on for equal marriage. He did a lot of YouTube videos for that. He's had a couple podcasts about like the lives of gay men and um kind of the there was he did a thing called Marriage News Watch, which I think was associated with the Human Rights Network. Regardless, his name is Matt Baum, um, and he is doing a um a podcast that is derived from a live show that he does in Seattle called Dungeons and Drag Queens, which is, as you would think, a drag queen Dungeons and Dragons show. Um, and I think that he's the dungeon master. So it was a live show for a long time and he's turning it into a podcast. And so we had a Kickstarter um, that was going. It's not called Dungeons and Drag Queens because Dungeons and Drag Queens is trademarked, I think. So it's called Queens of Adventure. Um, and he had a Kickstarter over the past few days. It just launched over the past few days. And his goal was $3,000 and he's already made it. Um, it has 24 days to go with 112 yes. backers. Um, and I'm super, super happy about this. He hired me to do uh, a couple tracks which I think are going to be the intro track and one in- interlude track. Um, and then any other uh, money that he makes um, uh, over the goal that already is here, um, he said that he could potentially use to rehire me to do more music. So I wanted to give it a little bit of a shout out. I think it launches in April, but I'm not totally sure. Um, if you want to check it out and throw some coins at it to get it more above to the stretch goals and et cetera and learn more about it, I think um, you can go to queensofadventure.com. Um, and it auto directs to the Kickstarter page. Um, you can just search for Queens of Adventure on Google and it'll pop up also. Um, and the person that's doing the artwork for this is Chad Sell, who's like a really, really prominent um, uh, fan art and just artist in general in terms of like the drag race community and stuff. He's done really amazing works of all the queens and he's he's a, a brilliant artist. And so he's doing all like the character designs and stuff like that. And the queens are super amazing and it's based out of Seattle and it was super, super fun to do music for it. And I'd love to do more. So. So 
um, if you want to check it out, go to queensofadventure.com to look at the Kickstarter and to look at all of the rewards. Um, and I just wanted to give it a little bit of a shout out. And if you um, uh, listen to it when it comes out, I think this is just for the first season, which is like f- uh, a few episodes. I think it's I'm not sure how many episodes um, this funds. But uh, when it comes out, hopefully you'll be able to hear my music um, in the background. So I'll keep you guys posted yes. when, it gets, when, it, when it comes out. But I just wanted to give it a little bit of a shout out. I was planning on shouting it out. <clears throat> I didn't know when they were starting the Kickstarter. Um, but I was planning on shouting it out later on. Um, but they met their goals super quickly. It's been like uh, six days since they started it. And they've already met their goal. So it's super good to see um, something like this get, uh, get pledged and get funded. Especially because, hey, I get paid, which is super cool but if you're interested in it um and you like dungeons and dragons and drag queens and a mixture of the two be sure to check out queensofadventure.com there you go there's my plug nice my promo. there you nice go girl plug <clears throat> nice uh, hair plugs oh i love a good plug girl you know how i like to get all love plugged a good plug. up speaking of plugs uh, what do you do you have something to plug what do you what are we plugging up um audible.com <laughs> slash <laughs> Audible.com slash trash. Yeah, before we go on, let me tell you about Squarespace. God, okay. Let me Top tell you a little bit people. about... I feel like everyone on the internet knows... I feel like everyone on the internet knows more about Squarespace than the entire company behind Squarespace. Like, I don't I, know what it is. It's, they make websites, right? Yes, they make websites. It's a... It's a it's Square a ones? Sure, they can be any shape that you want. I don't want to talk about Squarespace <laughs> because I want what? Squarespace to, to sponsor us in the future. So, oh, okay. Give us money. Give us money, and we'll talk about you. Yeah, we'll talk about you better. Yeah, better (laughs) on via a script. Oh, didn't we say that one week? One week we're going to be trashing every brand Mm -hmm. until they start giving us money, and then we'll start talking about honey. That's how you get Mm -hmm. the bid. We already aren't getting any brand deals, so if you want them to flock away even more than they already have, we'll just talk shit. I'm playing with this one dollar slime that I got in the one dollar section at Target. Oh my god, Target could sponsor us for like 50 cents a podcast. I don't think it's been picking up in the mic. This shouldn't be a slime ASMR. Ooh, girl. Mm. Ooh, girl. I didn't know you were still into sliming. Is that what it's called, sliming? I feel like that's like, I feel like you're talking about drugs. Like, ooh, girl, hit me up with some Um, of that slime later tonight. I've never, I mean, sliming sounds like a term my grandma would use to describe it because she's out of touch. Mm, That sounds racist. Um... We just get out call, of here, you I mean, slimer! I, yeah, that sounds. We just call it uh, slime Instagram. Ooh, yeah, oh yeah, those. One of my favorites hasn't been posting though, and that makes me sad. Maybe they died. Maybe they did. Food for thought. Food for thought. Um, Death anyway, by slime. Should we talk about Drag Race for a little bit before we get into our favorite things? Let's do it because this was a dramatic week. These are a few of my favorite. Oh wait, my favorite queen left the show. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? So, so Ben De La has gone. Krim. Did, oh, honey, though, did you notice? Did you? Wait, who were the three up for elimination? It was Trixie? It was Trixie, Shangela, and Kennedy. Trixie, Shangela. Oh, my God, honey, did you realize that when she she picked out Kennedy's lipstick to yeah, write her name on, exactly. just in case she really had to choose a queen to leave? Exactly. Kennedy. Yeah, she I was, was like, oh, girl, that's the real tea this week. She picked Kennedy. Right. Oh, my God. Kennedy... Like I, she, she was a sl- she was a lamb for slaughter that week. She should have mm-hmm. gone home, obviously. But oh yeah, her ben party sacrificed city herself. Yeah, her yeah. Kennedy did not look good. It was it was Kennedy's time to go. Um, Where were you? Is my question. Mm-hmm. Where were you 
the moment that Ben de la Creme ascended and became omnipotent. And became Ben de la Christ, as Aja, ben de as la Aja Christ. put it. Aja, I don't know. Literally, though. Ben de la Christ. Oh, my God. I mean... I don't know. I, I I rehashed this with my roommate. Like we were both like very shooketh um, after the episode, but it's been like a week. So I'm like hashtag over it. Um, but I'm just I'm trying to get back into my feelings. I think I was more angry at the fact that there that I, I was I was assuming Ben was going to win because Ben was an obvious front runner. She was like way ahead of the pack. She like won a bunch of challenges. And so now it's like it's like first place was all the way up here. And second place was like here. It's like there was a fucking slope. So now it's like, okay, yeah, I guess second place is good, but like not as good as first place. Uh, do you know what I'm saying? It just no. like, uh, yeah, I, no, Ben was on a whole, whole other, other level. level than every everybody else. Even the people I love, even Trixie, and I mean Trixie's looks and stuff been on point, but Ben, ben has was winning been challenges it in every winning challenges, and and even this this week when Ben wasn't even feeling it, she still won the yeah, fucking she still challenge. Fucking won. It's like she couldn't lose a I challenge like, if she tried. No, she couldn't even try to lose a challenge and lose a challenge. And exactly. I was like, girl, that should tell you, you got to run with this. You got to run with this. Yeah. But I don't, she I, didn't guess, want to. I guess she didn't want to. And I, and they were saying, I think I was reading Trixie's uh, interview about it now. Mm-hmm. And she said she didn't think RuPaul even knew. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, obviously people were filming her when she was picking out her fucking lipstick. They knew she had, you know, you don't go off to the bathroom and. Right. The producers like were like, oh, this is the tea. This is happening. Are we going to allow this to happen? Okay, we're allowing this to happen. Yeah. So, you you know, know that if RuPaul didn't know, it was a conscious choice by the producers to not tell her. And Mm -hmm. I don't think that they told her. Yeah. um, From the reactions alone. Mm -hmm. But um, it was I was I had so many emotions. I was kind of mad. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people were mad at first. They were like, what? What is this? Oh, and she brought back Morgan Mick. Mickles. She brought back Morgan Merk Merkels. Who okay, if Kennedy doesn't go home, then it's gonna be Morgan this week. Well, I was just like, why would the best person leave and bring back the worst person? I was so upset. I feel like the person that deserved it the most was probably Aja. But like, yeah, I would agree with that. But it's like it was Ben's decision to bring back whoever. I was just like, I mean. I think it was guilt that brought Morgan McCarthy-Michaels yeah, back. I, I don't think it was. Because if you if you miss out on the first five weeks, and if you get kicked off week one, yeah. brought back after five weeks, I don't think you deserve to win. Because you haven't been there for over half the competition. Yeah, I don't think you deserve like, If you get that crown, you don't deserve it. Yeah, you know? it's, it's like going, going to the first week of first grade, and then you're sick for the next six months. And then you come back, and you get the gold star award in your class for, like, not talking not interrupting your teacher or something it's like you weren't even there to interrupt like you weren't even there yeah. like you don't deserve it you know i agree i think she i think i don't think the first queen should ever be brought back after yeah. like week five or so yeah like it's, it's like, too much so it i think it was, if it was like week, week three that they did this but like it we're at the end of the competition right now like this oh is my it. god and milk LOL. why did no one tell me i was a bitch it's like <laughs> Oh God. my God! Silver lining about her. She's like, am I always like this? No one in my real life has told me I'm like this. It's like, and it's oh, like, it's girl, someone else's fault for not letting me know that yeah. I'm a cunt. Don't be a bitch, bitch. You know, girl. I was so over her. I was so double. Funny. Like I was over her when she left, and now I'm double over her. The thing ass. is, it's like and she had a care. chance to like redeem herself. 
by mm-hmm. like she had this opportunity to like come back and like try to like make amends but she just made everything worse <laughs> like she yeah. she made ever because everyone was like voicing their grievances and people were like you know moving through stuff with like thorgy and you know fucking shangela and ben and like all these people were like you know people were getting the shit out and milk you know and people were kind of making amends and milk just made everything worse silver lining joe silver lining of this entire competition is at least they didn't bring milk back Okay, like that's true. At least that didn't happen. But I would be lying if I said that my that I am still super interested in All Stars three. I might. I'm kind of like over oh, it. Yeah, I'm kind of over it since Ben's gone oh. because it's like it's such a buzzkill that like it would be it would be one thing thing if like there was some if like Ben was neck and neck with Trixie or Ben was neck and neck with Shangela throughout the entire competition, and then we had you know we had someone to like root for as much. As we were rooting for Ben, but like we don't. So it's like, okay, great. I guess either yeah. I guess I guess Shangela deserves to win well, or something. I don't want BB to win. I think it's between Shangela and Trixie at this point. Yeah. I think that Trixie would have won this week if mm-hmm. motherfucking Adam Lambert had a goddamn sense of motherfucking humor. Ugh, I right. was so I was so upset that he was like taking it that way. Mm-hmm. I was like, do you have you never met a drag queen? Have you never met a drag queen in or your have entire you ever, life? Have you like, never met is... someone with a dry sense of humor? Like, yeah, just even a dry, just a sense of humor. Period. Yeah, I was, was like, was what odd. is his fucking deal? He was laughing at that bullshit BB was spouting, but not at fucking Trixie's actual Bra- jokes. I was like, like someone on on Reddit on the on the um uh on the subreddit, the RuPaul's Drag Race subreddit was like, it's like only BB could win. Only the judges would let BB win in a competition where you were supposed to like make lyrics, and she just like spouted gibberish. Like, yeah. of course, BB would was, win that. Of course, the judges would eat that shit up. Like, yeah. I LOL. Was, I was donezo. The I was donezo with that bullshit. And, I mean, Adam Lambert was looking fine, but he did not get no respect from me. You know? N-O-R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And that's what he wanted, you know? That's what everyone's always working towards is for me to respect him, obviously. So, so um, before we, get it. before we end our drag race shit or whatever. Sorry. Oh, my God. I got a burp. I'm so gassy. Go oh, for it. God. Gassy, classy, and flaccid, honey. I am. I'm definitely flaccid when I'm talking to you. That is not a lie. Gassy. That's <laughs> why I was eating a plate of nachos earlier, and I thought to myself, "Honey, you are gassy, classy, and flaccid." Mmm. What a way to be, girl. That's gonna be my next my next t shirt. Ooh. Um, there you, well, that those that fussy merch. I think I'm gonna have to buy something because that fussy merch. That, oh yeah. Did you do the graphic design on that? Because it looks. Oh, perfect. you know it. You gotta get a. You don't want a fussy tote. You know what you want? You want a piggy tote bag? I mean, if I had, if I had like a baby dog <laughs> that I could get like a little like sweater, baby dog sweater for, I would get a fussy mm. dog sweater. Uh, before we move on, I wanted to say something. I don't know if you've seen the next ten minutes of the episode that's premiering tomorrow, this Thursday. Mm-mm. But no. so let me just spoil something for you that pissed me sure. off. So the queens are talking about the queens are gagged about Ben leaving or whatever. And so people are asking BB. People are like, okay, so we're we're getting over Ben. BB, who did you pick? And BB does not reveal her lipstick. She's like, I'm not I don't want to anger anyone. I'm not doing this. 
and she refuses to show who she would have brought back and who she would have eliminated. She's like trying to be prim and proper. And everyone's like, it doesn't matter. Like we've always showed who was going to show or who, who you know, the other queen that didn't win the lip sync was going to eliminate every week. It's not about you. It's just like something we've done. We just want to know. And she was like, no, I'm not going to show you. I'm going to die. You know, I'm going to die with the, the knowledge you're never going to know. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, get off your fucking high horse and cause some drama like the rest of us. <laughs> like, you are not better than huh. every other queen here. It just pissed me off. Hmm. I was like, I want to know who well, BB was going to bring back and who BB was going to eliminate. And she's not going to fucking tell us. I'll have to see how she says it. Okay. Because yeah. I think that'll yeah. matter to how I take it. Yeah. How yeah. that all goes down. Yeah. 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 It's different. Yep. It's different coming mm-hmm. from like a third person. But I was pissed. I'm still pissed. Interesting. I'm mad about I'm it. I'm sure I'll be pissed just because BB's been pissing me off lately. So that's the thing that I think I think more of it is just that like I think I'm just over BB. Like I was rooting yeah. for BB in the beginning. But now I just like her. Her personality is very like regal and like better than you sort of thing. And I'm just over it. Yeah. I'm just hashtag over yeah. it. So I feel like. Some people do it, that sort of persona, as like a joke or sort of their drag persona, but I don't get that from her. I get, I get, I get that that's her. And I'm like, right. eh. yeah. Like she doesn't say mean or anything, but I think she would be exhausting and hard to relate to. to yeah. Like, as yeah, a friend, she's, yeah, exactly. You know? She's, she's not, she's, it, it's difficult to relate to her. I think that's it. I think you, you hit the, hit the hammer on the nail or whatever I used to say. I think you hit okay. the nail on the head. Um, with that but okay so closing out i guess it's probably going to be top two shangela trixie who do you want to win i went trixie to win because i'm on the biggest trixie kick of my life yes I love queen. Trixie. she's my new favorite drag queen of all time i've consumed all of her media in the past few weeks and i just want trixie to win okay there you go well if you're rooting for trixie i'll root for shangela and hopefully okay. they both unless they eliminate themselves and we have to have you know bb is the winner I don't know. Rue said no more wide out. So hopefully no more fucking wide out. What if what if all of the queens eliminate themselves and Milk comes back and steals the crown? I'll never watch I'll All Stars never, ever again. I, I'll never watch Drag Race, period. I'll be done <laughs> with the drag world. Done. I'll be done. Bye. Done. Bye. Bye. All there right, you go. That well, was our update. Favorite things. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Do our favorite things. These are few for favorite things. So, Joe, you told me before we started recording that you had two favorite things. So I'm going to let you go first. Two. First one is Tracy Martell's album. Trixie oh, Mattel. Did... Two birds. Oh, OK. I thought One Stone came out. Is that out yet? One Stone came out, but I, I think it just came out, but I haven't gotten it yet. OK. Two um, Birds is I've a really good album. Just in general, it's birds. a good folk album. Yeah, it's cute. I appreciate it because I appreciate the I I feel like the quality is more down to earth. And that's saying that like it it sounds studio quality, but it doesn't sound like as compressed and like beat to death as like a Miley Cyrus song or a Katy Perry song. You know, it doesn't seem overproduced. It seems Mm -hmm. like a song. Yeah. And um, yeah, I really like it. I find a lot of the songs really endearing. Seen My Man is my favorite. Um. And I love it. There's like a live acoustic version of it on the album. And that's probably my most played. Oh, my God. Uh, Love it. And then my second favorite thing. Oh, go on. uh, I was going to say, is Trixie Mattel going to be the the person that pulls you back into Western like music? Oh, honey. No, no, 
No. No. <laughs> no. You're in Korea, girl. I was never. I was never in Western. Oh, I thought you meant Western as in like country. Western oh no, no, no. Music. I meant like Western, like Western versus Eastern, because like, you're because you're no, always listening to K-pop. I don't really even consider. Yeah, I don't even consider this Western music. I consider it like drag queen music. Which okay, is like, which is like on a on a completely a different. Other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like music on steroids. Mm-hmm. It's like music that's real or fake. Yeah, I don't know. Who anyway, knows? who knows what you're gonna get with um, this drag queen music? Second favorite thing: Final Fantasy 15 just got ported to PC. The Windows edition came out. Ooh, and uh, I hate Final Fantasy games. Oh girl, I've, I've never played play... a Final Fantasy game in my entire life. They they uh, they just they scare me because there's so many numbers and I mean this isn't going to be surprising to you, but I can't read Roman numerals. So it just scares me looking at it. I oh, can't honey, deal with it. I had to Google what XV meant in order to realize this was the 15th motherfucking Okay, good. Game. So I'm not alone. Are... It's just the American school system period that that failed us. We'll, well just that blame just... that. Okay. Listen to the name. Final Fantasy 15. That mm-hmm. means games 1 through 14 lied. It's not the Final that, Fantasy. You know? Those weren't the Final Fantasy. When will Is it be one? the Final I don't know. Fantasy? Well, I've ha- I I tried to play a couple of them before. Bored to death, honey. They're mm-hmm. reading. All it is is a book in a fucking video. Oh, and I always hated the combat system. I hate turn-based combat systems, oh, except for Pokemon, because okay. that's like a one-on-one little piece of shit. Yeah, but when yeah. there's five people on your team, and you got to wait for each one of these goddamn people to attack another too five much goddamn people. And you're, yeah. God. Mm-hmm. But this is more like a hack and slash during the combat, oh, there which you go. I really like. Yeah. And all of the five main characters are really hot, and they're all over twenty. So okay, it's so it's fun legal to be thirsty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've only played about forty-five minutes of it. I gotta say, I've recorded an episode for tomorrow. The day this is coming, this episode will air, mm-hmm. and it's just a good old time. You there know, you go. good Nothing old wrong time. With that. You know. Just not nothing wrong with that. It's a good old time. Got the game on discount. Had some some bonus points to use on a site, and so you know, you know, worth every discounted penny so far. Hell yeah! yeah. Hell yeah! Good favorite things. Uh, good I've favorite never, things. I've How never I've oh, never played on. a Final Fantasy game like you, and I just I don't yes, know. that was it, the the slime just made a fart sound. It's not me. Oh just girl, so I'm know. gonna it's, amplify that. I hold it up to the mic so you can hear this fart. Ooh. You hear that? <gasps> Not me. Just oh, so you know. That could be piggy farting. Me. You know. You could piggy. Just h- held the him other day up. I was sitting in <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. The other day I was sitting in my chair and I was like, Piggy, did you shit on the floor? No, he was just ru- like running in circles around my chair, farting. It's like, okay. Uh, children. Okay. Children. Disgusting. Anyway. Uh I recommend FXXV if you have a chance. Uh, too many letters. It's okay. It's too many letters and numbers. <laughs> too, too What's letters. your favorite thing? So my favorite thing is something that um, I guess I'm not like too like out because usually I, I am like, oh, my God, this is my favorite thing. And it's been out for years and people have been talking about it. I am so late to the fucking game. But this has only been out for a month. So, OK, like I'm doing OK, you guys. Like it's been out to a, a out sure. for a month to the day um, that we're recording this, which is Wednesday, March 7th. And it is the Netflix revival of Queer Eye. Um, I watched all of it um, over this past week and I was hanging out with my folks. We helped my sister get a new couch and we were like hanging out on the new couch and we were watching Queer Eye. My sister was like, oh, I watched the first episode of Queer Eye. It's really, really good. We should all watch it. And at first I was like, okay, I remember Queer Eye 
back in was it the early 2000s is when the the first it was like okay and on the around page, it was it was a it was long t- time ago 2003 to 2007 and carson chrisley who's a judge on drag race mm-hmm. was originally from queer eye um i guess it was oh it's okay originally it was called queer eye for the straight guy but i think they just did yeah. I, I don't know if they changed it to queer eye for the netflix series or if it was just or if it, they like they changed it to queer eye during the old run. Anyways, I had never seen Queer Eye or Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, the first original run from 2003 to 2007. Oh, really? I yeah. only knew of it. I, I probably watched a couple episodes, but like I never like watched it. I feel like I was I was a little young. I wasn't out yet. I and I didn't like it's it wasn't one of like the gay history things that I grabbed for um at all and I don't know I don't know why I didn't. But I was always under the assumption that it was like really about it, that it was really vain, that it was all about vanity. And it was like, oh, it's it's all about just dressing straight guys up in like, you know, actual fitting jeans and not camo. Like, that's what I thought it was. I thought it was all about like vanity and style and fashion. Um, and I don't know how the old series was, but I assume that it wasn't. I assume that it had more depth than that because the new series eh. has has a lot of a lot more depth than I thought it was going to be. Like, it's it's really emotional and it's actually really interesting to watch. It's really good television. Um, and I was really surprised. I thought it was going to be just like very shallow. Su- yeah, shallow and superficial. That's what I thought it was going to be. Um, but no, it wasn't. I really enjoyed it. And it was, you know, uh, it's not even there was one episode where they were like dressing up and like helping make over a gay guy's life that felt like that he was like two in the closet and like wanted to spice up his life a little bit and really didn't know how to like you know incorporate color into his life and he lived like in a fucking trash can of an apartment and stuff and so i really really enjoyed it there's only eight episodes um and it's based in atlanta georgia i think is where they were at um but I was surprised. I was really, really surprised. Um, and I, I really liked the the new Fab Five or whatever. They're all really cool. And, you know, it, it was just really good television, in my opinion. And if, you know, if you want to have some gay feels and also, like, laugh a little bit, I would recommend Queer Eye. It's on Netflix. Um, the first season. It came out February 7th. And um, my mom and my sister and I, we watched all of it. All eight episodes. So I don't know. Have oh, you cool. seen have you seen Queer Eye? Did you watch the original run? Like, do you know anything about it? Like, what have you what have you seen? So I watched I didn't hardcore watch the originals. It was when I was in like junior high or mm-hmm. yeah, probably junior high. Yeah. And it was I, I remember I didn't like it a whole lot mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I think it was more superficial. I don't really? I don't really remember. Yeah, I don't. But know. I don't remember it being touching back then. Yeah. I don't know if like America was ready. Right. For, yeah. You know like, I don't I mean? imagine like, it being like touching and like trying to tap to, into straight people's emotions yeah. and like, you know, powering if, through like, like gender people norms. People have and stuff to be like fucking ready for that, you know, which is annoying anyway. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um. I've only heard good things about the Netflix reboot. I've only okay. heard that it's been it's really good. So I want to I'll watch it. I'd give it a chance. I think I've just had memories of the old one in my mind and yeah. just not necessarily even memories of the actual show, but memories of just not liking it much. Mm-hmm. So I give it a go. I yeah. give it a go. And one other thing about about Query that I want to mention is one of the the Fab Fives is Jonathan Van Ness. Who is who does like he's the grooming expert or whatever. And he he had a like a couple he's been known around like the comedy scene for a while. He did a a, a short um or like a short series with Funny or Die called Gay of Thrones. And it was this hairdresser and he was like doing the hair of like other people and they would always talk about an episode of Game of Thrones. And 
Jonathan Van Ness is like really flamboyant, super, super fucking gay. Um, not ashamed of it at all. Like, like a fucking queen, like work henty, like yas, yas, yas. Um, really funny too. But it was one of those things where like I was, I was watching the first episode and he was on screen and I was like taken aback. I was like, oh God, like, like he is like super queenie. Like, how do I react to this? And I was like, oh, this is your internalized homophobia and femophobia, femininity phobia kicking in. Like, like it's okay like watch him and then i was like i i got comfortable with it and i was like okay he's really fucking funny and he's like us like flaming and i love it i'm living for it and i like it, it like it, it just it kind of showed me that even though i've been gay for a while and even though like i you know i i watch drag race and stuff you still have to push like past barriers of things being like oh well he's he's acting too gay it's like no that doesn't exist these are society's expectations of what men should act like so if you remove those from your mind and you just in enjoy the person in front of you then it's like super awesome so i kind of had a come to come to gay jesus moment watching queer eye and seeing this like fabulous oh, queen jonathan van you want to see you want to see too flamey look in the mirror honey oh okay. honey oh honey you want to hear oh, flamey honey. Let's, let's listen to the podcast honey oh honey oh honey oh, anyways honey. i i recommend it if you want to watch it i feel like it would be a good show for you and justin to watch because it's like it's funny yeah and it's, it's i've been cute. thinking about that while you've been talking about it i've Aww. been like oh we should start watching that together cute you oh, know it's so nice gay. to have someone nice to have someone to watch tv shows with i just have me in my hand <laughs> we've been watching veep i've heard veep is super good it's another one of those shows that i just never got around to Oh, it's so good. And now I understand why she wins that fucking Emmy every year. Yeah, you know? she, that's I'm the like, only thing that I knew is that she always wins an Emmy for Veep every fucking year. What's that actress's always. name? She was on Seinfeld. Uh, Julie Louis. Julie Louis Julia Louis Dreyfus. There we go. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I love uh, her. Live, laugh, love. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Okay. Uh, there you go. That's all you need to know. There you go. That's all you need to know. Anyways, do you have a question? Good, good favorite, favorite things. things. We have a question. Let's do this. It's okay. an email. Uh, it says, hey, Sam and Joe, this is Frankie from the Valley again. Frankie from the Valley. Ooh, Frankie. And I have a slightly more serious question to ask you. I recently started hormone replacement therapy. I'm M to F, and I could not be happier about this decision. Insert RuPaul's The Beginning. Ever since I was young, I felt more femme than the average boy portrayed, but thought I was just gay since the media at the time only portrayed gay men as femme and flamboyant. I also crushed on boys a lot. Not until my late teens, early 20s, did I come to realize that I might be trans because an androgynous model coming out as trans led me to research the subject more and realized I had been living with gender dysphoria. It took me four years to finally get my HRT, and I love it. But the question I'm going to ask you is, as gay people, is as gay people, how have you dealt with people saying to act more mask, or how do you feel about the stereotype of gay people being more femme in the media? In general, can you share how the topic of gender or gender roles or all that stuff shaped the person you are today? Thank you both for all the ways... Uh, for all the ways being the best and brightening my day. And I hope you guys keep doing this show for a long time, Frankie. Oh, thank you, our our, our one fan of the show who thank wants us to keep you. You going. Should, you should use Frankie as like, you know, like Jenny from the block, Frankie from the Valley. Ooh, Frankie from the Valley. I'm still Frankie from the Valley. Mmm, very good. Oh, I'm going to have that stuck in my um, head now. Ugh. That's a good song to Old be stuck J-Lo. in your head, honestly. It is. It's honestly um, a really good, really good. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Okay, so we got some shit to tackle. Kind of ties into what you were talking about. Yeah, I guess uh, so. We'll start at the beginning. How did you feel? Okay, so here's the thing. How do you feel about the stereotype of gay people being more femme in the media? I think, I don't think, I think there are too many mask gay characters right. in the media. 
Right. Like that new TV show or that new movie that's coming out, Love, Simon. It's about like a gay high schooler's experience played by a straight male, not written or directed by a gay male, by the mm. way. And yeah. And I and I, mm. the actor that. Yeah. I'm like, this is the most passably masculine, you know, a kid right. who you would not think would have any issue blending in in high school. Do you know what I mean? Right. And I exactly. know that someone, that someone in, who's straight internally passing, is different. Straight, yeah. straight passing people live life very differently than people who are more feminine and get bashed for yeah. it. It is a fact. I Hashtag remember. Fact. And which is why I, I didn't watch Glee, but I loved Chris Colfer's character because he was not... Like, he struggled in high school, and I, I don't know, I saw a lot of the struggles that I struggled with in high mm-hmm. school. Like, I remember sitting in class and looking at all the straight guys and and trying to mirror how they sat, trying oh, to mirror God. how they spoke. Like, it didn't work, obviously, because you can't fix this. Oh, you Look can't fix gay, You can't honey. fix this. Mm-mm. And so, over time, I was like, why am I trying to be like these mass guys that I don't relate to at all, and that's not how my body moves. That's yeah. not the flow of my body. That's yeah, not what it's, my it's mind not what your is body's telling, telling me you how to, to act do. like. Yeah, and I was just like, all right, fuck this. And I think that's come with, like, I think now the the like stereotypical femme gay used to be like sort of just that it was a stereotype and it was like it didn't really tell their stories in the media it was sort of like a a, a caricature well yeah you know I, I, mean? I feel like the the stereotypical femme gay was always the butt of a joke yeah 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 they were never a main character yeah whereas whenever there is a main gay character he's more masculine exactly and yeah. so this real the stories of these more feminine gay guys were never told because they were mm-hmm. never the main story. They were all always you knew about them was that, and I oh, feel oh, like he's queenie, he's femmy, he's gay. Okay, whatever. That's all you got to know about them. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like that's it's still it's still happening, and that's yeah. why like these movies with straight straight actors playing gay people who don't really understand the experiences. They don't understand. Like yeah, they should. They're an actor. They should be able to act and play this role. But they but there don't is, necessarily. There is and nuance. They can't about, understand it. Yeah, there is yeah. nuance about the life experience of being gay that you cannot replicate if you don't. If you if you haven't gone through that, it's like I don't know. And not only <sighs> not only that, but I want to see like I want a gay actor to play the role because I want to see gay people on the red carpet and exactly. at the award yeah. shows and everything. And then it's also like oh, I don't remember what I was going to say. Just another no, tangent, obviously. Yeah, but it's but you're absolutely yeah. right. You're absolutely right. It's it's one thing when you have you know straight people telling playing these gay stories, or you know straight directors telling these gay stories. You know it, it it's and it, it it's it's not it's not ideal, and it should be gay people. It's not authentic. It's in not my authentic. It's that, not that's authentic. A good word. And I feel like we're just now starting to get more feminine gay role models. And it's starting with people like Adam Rippon and yes. stuff like that. Real people like seeing him skate, seeing him speak in interviews, seeing him go on Ellen and talk about his crushes. Yeah. Um, and and, you know, acting the way that he wants to act and, mm-hmm. and not being ashamed of it. I'm like, yes, yes, you are, you are telling an, an entirely new generation of little gay boys in junior high, middle school and high school that it's OK to act like that in the real world. And hopefully they won't be looking at their masculine acting classmates and trying to mimic them like I fucking did. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. So that's how that's my long winded response about how I feel about gay it's, people. It's true. And I, I think the media, I think the like to round that all out, it's like 
you don't know how much it affects people and how much change you can make by just being authentic and being visible. Visibility is super important, you know, especially in the media. And exactly. You're teaching kids that it is okay to act feminine. It is okay to be feminine. There is nothing wrong with it and you should work it. Just because society tells you that it's wrong for you to be to be born a man and act, you know, the way that you want to act and be more femininely influenced or act more queenie or be a fag or whatever, however one wants to talk about it, it's okay. And I feel like that the the way that we grow up, it's this it's this internalized homophobia and femphobia that is ingrained in our society and the ways of breaking it down is being visible. And so it matters. You know, it matters that we have Adam Rippon slaying the fucking Olympics and then like talking about his crushes on boys and acting feminine in interviews and being quirky and being funny because it shows like it shows little gay boys in Arkansas that it's okay to act this way. And that, you know, you're going to be okay. Like, you can act authentically and be yourself, and you don't have to act like something you're not. So, I agree Uh, with you 100%. Correction. What? I have a correction. I think the director of Love, Simon is actually gay. But I wanted it to be completely 100% problematic. Well, I know. I know. I still don't. I still think that the, the actor choice is wrong, but let's see what this says. Film directed by Greg Berlanti. His spouse is Robbie Rogers, who is also mm. a male. Well, Wait, who the hell is this? Just a former American soccer player, honey. Get it. Strike that gold, sweetheart. Anyway, I still wish he had hired a gay actor. But that's another story. Yeah, that is another story. I don't know. We're, we're making strides, story. but that doesn't mean that we can't be critical about the media that we love. Okay. No, I love being critical. I love critiquing. It's my favorite. Love thing. it. Um, um, anyway, what was well, the original uh, question? Did we answer it kind of? I don't know. Oh, we answered it. It was about uh, stereotypes, gay people in the media, gender roles, mm-hmm. how it shaped you to who you are today. Honey. I feel like I feel like it also helps. I know that we're running we're, we're running a little over on time, but I think it oh, helps of surrounding yourself with people that are also kind of like like, you know, fuck gender norms. I feel like surrounding yourself and yeah. normalizing the fact that, you know, normalizing people that aren't acting, quote, acting the way they're supposed to act by society, a.k.a., you know, like being butch or being femme or being trans, like just not being, you know, mom and dad with two kids and a white picket fence and a dog, you know, voting Republican, like, oh, all hell, you know, Mitt Romney or whatever. It's just. Well, yeah. And just. Just accepting people, like just being around people who are accepting in general. And to me, in fucking small town Arkansas, that was other women. Yeah, exactly. Because I I, I look back and I'm like, why did the guys in high school have such a problem with the way I acted? And I, I think about that sometimes and I'm like, the girls did not. They did not have a problem with the way that I acted. Which is why and you I think surround that's yourself why a whole with lot women. Of, yeah, that's why a lot of gay guys grow up grounding, surrounding themselves with women and mm-hmm. look up to strong women. I, I feel like so much more connected to most women than I do men. Yeah, true, because like, I mean, growing general, up, like the people that would, you know, that would call me a fag in the hallway, they weren't women. They were men 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. that says a lot, you know, so obviously I'm not going to surround myself with people that I feel threatened by. And on the whole, in high school, I was threatened by guys because I didn't want to be pushed into lockers or, you know, be called names in the hallway. And nine times out of 10, the girls wouldn't do that to me. So obviously I'm going to try to, like, go towards people that aren't going to harm me. So it was yeah. majorly women. The majority of it were women. Well, good question, Frankie. Frankie, live your life. 
be fabulous. Also, I, did, did they say that they were they were um, M to F, male to female? M to F. So I'm curious. That's I, what's written. I know that you didn't ask for my opinion on your name, but I really, I feel like Frankie is a very like, I feel like it's a very good name for like either like male or female. I feel like it's, it, what's the word? Androgynous? No, that's not really the word I'm looking for. I feel like it, it can fit both roles. I think it is. Yeah. And androgynous is so kind I'm, of the word. I'm, a, I'm curious if if your if your like dead Jane. name was Frankie or if you or if it, you're um, if you chose the name Frankie or whatever or if you're gonna get rid of the name Frankie. I just I'm, I guess I'm just trying to say I really like the name Frankie. Doesn't matter what gender you are. Sam's a, a fan. That I'm a fan runs, of Frankie. Sam's a fan. Uh, now I'm, th- I'm th- I think I'm saying Frankie. Think and I'm thinking of should... Frankie Grande and and whatever. <laughs> Oh yeah, him. I forgot about Ari- Ari- Ariana Del Grande. Mm-hmm. Ariana but, Grand um, Slam. I think everyone's name should be a Digimon name. Honestly, in general. Okay. Okay. Paco I can Mon. support you. Mecco. Everyone's name should end with Mon. Mecca, Mecca, hi, Mecca, hiney, hiney, Mon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You that's, get it. That's my full name. That's my given name. <laughs> sure. Anyways, good question. Thank you so much. <laughs> good question. Thank you so much, Frankie. And thank you, as usual, to everyone listening. Uh, you can send in your questions. We let you know how to do that at the end of the show. To the Patreon patrons, we will have a bonus episode for you guys uh, after next week's episode. Uh, and, of course, we will be back with an episode next week. We will be taking off one... One week uh, this month. We don't know when yet. It may just come as a surprise because there are five Thursdays this week and we only do four a month. Exactly, yeah. Or, yeah, four, yeah, yeah, I said something wrong. But yeah, yeah, thank you guys so much. We love you guys and we will see you next week. Yep, sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show SamandJoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt and more, visit our Spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or or comments, or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alexander B. Allison B. Austin B. Ben B. David M. Devin D. Dylan M. Eric H. Feliciano D. Henry B. Jack C. Jazza. Jonathan S. Joshua L. Julian S. Justin. Kevin V. Kylon C. Martin M. Nick I. Pablo F. Rebecca D. Zachary H. Vincent L. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on The, the Show! show.